Dawn was just coming to Ellsborough Street as Frederick Stone tiptoed across the dewy grass for his morning paper. He stopped in his driveway, as he always did, and surveyed the street. He felt it arrive again, the sweet sense of satisfaction that he was the first person in the neighborhood to be awake. It had not always been that way. For two years, while the Andersons lived in the light blue cape across the street, their son Tommy had risen daily at 4.30 for his paper route. Frederick Stone was glad that the Andersons had taken their little automaton and transferred to another state. Now, a bank manager and his teller wife lived in the blue cape. Frederick needn't worry about their lights coming on before six o'clock, not unless they were embezzling. He looked at his watch. 5.58, and already he had coffee perking and an English muffin sitting on a paper towel in the microwave. He would dawdle the two extra minutes just for the hell of it, just because when one gets up at 5.45, one can spare two meager minutes. Above his head, the Victorian turret of his house pointed like a medieval steeple toward heaven. On the lawn, a plump robin was canting its head toward the soil, searching for the next available earthworm. Frederick could hear a wall of bird calls and notes rising up from all the hedges. The birds had beaten him, but birds were just birds. 5.59. One more minute to wait. He made his way through the wet grass, toward the front porch, Like the turret, the porch was a bit dated, the old-fashioned kind one sees on farmhouses in the country. But it was another reason that his wife, Chandra Kimball Stone, had loved the house so. Frederick now had a better view of the street from the porch's top step. Thirty more seconds. He pulled his pajama sleeve down over his fist and wiped at the cast-iron mailbox, which was nailed next to the front door. Frederick Stone, the small, dignified lettering announced. Stone Accounting and Consultation. Beneath this sign, a tailless orange cat, no doubt another of Chandra's strays, was curled into a sleepy ball on the throw rug. Ten more seconds. The morning paper landed with a thump on the front porch, prompting the robin to fly off on quick wings and the orange cat to spring to life. Five seconds more, and it would be six o'clock sharp. Bingo! As Frederick watched, a light burst forth from an upstairs window of the house next door. Take that, Walter Muller, Frederick said. Walter Muller, also an accountant, had once questioned Frederick's good business sense in regards to working out of his house instead of a downtown office. And yet, here it was, six o'clock, and Walter was just now stirring. By the time Frederick sat down at his computer, muffin crumbs on the kitchen counter, to begin work on a client's account, Walter Muller would be just staggering out of the shower. And by the time Walter Muller was approaching the on-ramp and morning traffic, Frederick would already have an hour's work done. He gave Walter's window an emphatic thumbs down. He was sincerely proud that his neighbors, through chats over their backyard fences, had come to know Frederick Stone as the earliest riser on Ellsborough Street.
Frederick had made slight reference to his habit each time one of them took a break from their lawn mowing or hedge trimming to say hello. I sure miss Tommy the paper boy, Frederick inevitably got around to mentioning. It gets lonely, you know, when one gets up with the birds. His wife, Chandra, felt none of this early bird pride, however. They probably think you're a lunatic, Freddy, was her only praise. An early rising nut. But then, how could she understand his inner Puritan? There were mornings when Frederick rose in the dark, reached a hand beneath a lampshade, and discovered that the bulb was still radiating heat from its filament, Chandra only recently retired. One kept late hours, it seemed, when one had a degree in psychology and was concerned with matters of the mind.